Hi everybody, welcome to our special mini Halloween episode of Mentally Somewhere Else. This is Parker. And this is Mercedes. And we're so happy to be here with you on Halloween. Yeah, first off, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Hope you guys all have really fun plans. We, I mean, we talked about how Halloween is on a Monday, which is kind of... Why don't we get the day off? That's what I'm that's what I'm asking. Why is it this a national holiday? I'm I'm ready to not go to work today. <laughs> no, I'm excited though that we can celebrate and I hope you guys have a fun and safe time today. This episode is gonna be a little shorter, but we did have a couple of stories that we wanted to share and just to get you in this the last moments of spooky season. So without further ado, we have two mini stories, which are kind of small. Um, and we'll start with those. They are many. They're very many. So that makes them small. Yes. <laughs> Redundant at all. Okay. So from the last podcast, I had kind of mentioned, you know, I had gone to Columbia to go to the MTC. Um, but when I was leaving there, I just had like this really scary experience that we wanted to highlight. Um, so when I was traveling from Columbia I went to Brazil before I went from Brazil to Paraguay. Um, and I was the only missionary that was going to Paraguay. So I was by myself. You're flying by yourself. Yes. And it was like, that's no, really uncommon. I feel yes, like. Yes. Well, no, no one else was there. There were only 12 other Americans in Colombia and most of them were going to Uruguay or Chile. So it was just, it was weird. Anyways, I was by myself, didn't know the language. When you're going to Brazil, obviously they speak. Portuguese. Oh my God. You know, so it's like Spanish and Portuguese. Anyway, so I'm on the flight by myself, and there was a man that was sitting diagonally, like across from me, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and this is in the airport. This is, no, 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 no. This is on the plane. Oh, on the plane. So this is on the plane, and he keeps on turning back and staring at me. And you know, when you make eye contact with someone, you usually look away. Yeah. This guy would not look away. No. Like it was like, Ew. and he was probably like late twenties, early thirties. And he was drinking the whole flight. I'm like, maybe he's a little buzz and it doesn't make him feel uncomfortable, but he would just turn around and stare at me. And I got to the point where I'm like, I'm not looking away. Like I am going to be bold and not act like I'm scared. Like, why are you staring at me? Anyway, so I'm kind of freaked out the whole flight. I'm like, this is so creepy. I feel so scared because I'm by myself. But I'm like, really, what can happen at an airport? Truly, what right. can happen? Yeah. So when we, I like make a plan, I'm like, when we get off the flight, I am going to book it. But I'm like, never been to this airport. Where the heck am I supposed to go? Yeah. So we get off the flight and I just start flying through the airport. And it's like two or three in the morning and it's pretty dead. Like, and... At this airport, it's at the Brazil airport, there's lots of just halls. Like you're just walking down this one hall, but this hall has windows. So I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to fly. So I'm running through the airport. Well, guess what? This guy's right behind me. Following you? Yes, following me. Anytime (sighs) I speed up, he speeds up. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's try slowing down. So I slow down. He slows down. So I'm like creeped out. I'm like, you know what? It's probably better if I stay in this crowd. So I end up stopping. So I go, 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 go. I'm going through this hall. I stop at the end of the hall. I'm like, I just say a little prayer (laughs) and I just feel like I need to wait. So I wait. And what's so weird is the guy like kind of watch walks past me. Um, but as he's walking through the halls, I can see him through these windows. (gasps) So he's like looking back, seeing where I'm at. Um, 
keeps on going, going, going. And I probably wait there for like five minutes because I'm like, I don't want to be by this man. I don't know how to tell someone there's no one around. That's what's so weird. Like, where's the security guards? It is not like, you know, our Salt Lake airport is Mm -hmm. not the same. Anyways, I finally decide to go. I get to the end of the hall and he's getting turned around because he had been following me and he was going to Brazil, but I was passing through Brazil. So he needed to go, you know, work. Like leave. Yeah, he needed to go leave. Anyways, it was so scary. Um, Obviously, nothing scary happened but with it. But it's just scary to feel like you're being followed. Yes. Or just to... Well, and the fact that he had been watching me the whole time, it was like he didn't feel uncomfortable at all. And it was like, I don't even know... What, where was he going to follow me to? I had another flight. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Gratefully. It's nice that you didn't have to get off there. Yes. Yeah. And, and I didn't was. have to go to like customs or anything where mm-hmm. he had to. I just had to obviously get to my next connecting flight. Anyways, that was a really scary experience, but I'm grateful yeah. for, you know, those moments where you feel like, okay, my gut feeling is to stop or, you know, I just yeah. felt like it's good I was that safe. you listened to that. Yes. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I remember you wrote home about that and I was so scared for you. I was like, oh, Sadie, like my you're not on your even mission st- yet. <laughs> my mission hadn't even started. But honestly, like I think if parents are listening to this, it's like, oh, I don't want my my daughter to go on a mission. You really are protected. Like we, we talk about these scary stories, but you do have help from the other side. Yeah. I oh, can definitely. To that. <laughs> oh, definitely. And... Wow. I'm glad that you're safe. And I think that's just really a fear that a lot of women have. I think sometimes I get on TikTok and I just see, hear stories or videos of girls that are like, I was at the grocery store and this weird person was following me and I was walking out to my car and I needed someone to walk out with me. Just like little things like that. I think you hear about those more and more. And I think it's so important that women are vocal about that and don't just try and be nice. I think that's like, I'm a guy and so I don't feel like I have those same fears. I think I have like a high alert, you know, but I think it's so important for us just to, if we see something, say something and... Or be bold. Like, don't be afraid to say something. Like, are you following me? Yeah. That's what I've learned from like... I've obviously done some research because I'm like, it's really scary, you know, but it's like, be bold. Do not be polite. Say something, you know, like... I think the more shy and held back you are, the more likely they're going to take advantage of that. So look them in the eyes. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Here's the thing, though. I think sometimes, you know, we just have different levels of feeling confident and feeling trust in strangers. And I remember this happened uh, probably a year and a half ago. Isla was newborn and we were driving home from Layton to Ogden. And it was probably 9.30-ish, almost 10 o'clock. And I saw this woman walking on the side of the highway. And it was weird because my gut was, I should help her. And I never feel inclined to help somebody, like, especially at night. But I was reminded, we drove past her and I was like, felt the feeling I should go pick her up. And I was like, this is weird, especially with like Crystal and Isla in the car. I was like, that's not super safe. But then I was reasoning with it, thinking, okay, maybe she needs help, whatever. What if she's in danger? What if she's in danger, right? Okay. Anyways, we turn around, drive back down. And I was like, I told Crystal, like, okay, we're going to, we're going to pick this lady up and just see where she needs to go. So we pulled over, picked her up and 
anyways, I re- she sat in the front and Crystal and Isla were in the back. And she was like, I'm going to downtown, downtown Ogden really far away. And she'd already been walking for, she said, an hour or so. Oh, However, at first I was like, oh, she seemed really nice. But as soon as we started driving, I just started talking to her. And I was like, so where are you going from? Like, why are you, why are you walking in the middle of the night? And she started saying the most outlandish things like Uh she was definitely on something she was like she was like saying things like i'm going to a killing ceremony of oh so and so of this and it's we're gonna do a blood sacrifice and i'm crystal's in the back of the car with isla i can see her in the rearview mirror she's just praying like (laughs) the eyes are closed and she's like (laughs) like praying and i'm just in the front like what did i get myself into and so i'm just talking to her i was like i was like oh that's really strange and try and change the subject and then we see like it's nighttime and there's like there's we could see the satellite in the sky like flying by and she's like those are different definitely extraterrestrials and then she started going off on these weird alien things and oh. I was getting really scared because like, I, I was like, sorry, what I have I, I done? I have to drop you off. And so we drove down to downtown Ogden to oh. the scariest neighborhood. And I was like, what if she's like going to have people jump me when we get there? I was I was just like not sure what to do. But it was so weird because I had originally <laughs> felt like it was the good thing to do to help the person in need. But then I felt like it totally put us at risk and danger. So it's just so hard because... What's right? What's wrong? I don't know. In the end, I looked back on it and I was like, I had originally felt inclined to help her and felt good about that. And even though we were fine and we ended up being fine, even though it was scary, maybe she did really need help. And maybe something bad was going to happen to her. Maybe. But then I'm like taking her to where she's doing a sacrifice. I don't know. Don't know if I helped her. You're like, wait, sorry. Maybe I should call the police after this? Yeah. I (laughs) I almost thought about that. I was almost like, maybe I should just drive to a police station. But anyways, weird things happen. Just it's weird working with strangers and just be safe out there. Well, I've seen things on TikTok. (laughs) I should say like I should I've read these articles. But it's like people have trying like kind of been like, I need help, I need help. And you know, people are wanting to give and wanting to help, and it's kind of like a trap. And it's like, I don't want to be that rude person that's like, sorry, I can't help you, but I don't want to put myself in danger. You know, I think it's like there's a fine line. Yeah. How do you go about it? No, I don't know. I think you just take it with much caution. I think it's better to be cautious. And that's kind of what I learned from that experience. I was like, you know what I should have done? I should have called the police and been like, there's a lady walking on the side of the highway, the highway instead of volunteering to take her to. And we drove far. It was like a 30 minute drive from where we were. Like, currently like what six street seven yeah, street yeah it was like the the end of ogden so anyways so yeah just be careful out there oh my gosh when i was a cna i had a i had someone that lived on fifth street she didn't lock her down it was so scary <laughs> every doors. time i went to put her to bed i was like someone's gonna kill me oh my gosh <laughs> Well, and she People was really that are old. That she confident. would hallucinate. No, she was so old. She was like ninety something, and she would hallucinate and be like, "Tell me about people." I'm like, "I'm gonna die." Oh my gosh, <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. really scary going to people's houses that don't lock their doors. Okay. Okay. Well, let's jump into this next story. It says, "My two best friends and I were camping by a lake and decided to go swimming late at night. As we were wading into the water, one of us remarked, "It's so dark. I can't see anything." 
Then from across the water, a man's voice said, I can't see anything from over here either. Oh, in a creepy, disappointed way. Okay, Ew. no thanks. No thanks. Oh. That's short and, short and scary. I'm sorry. I would pack my stuff up. Not even pack my stuff up. I would get to the car and leave. So fast. <laughs> don't want to be by anybody. I don't know what it is about camping, but <laughs> when there's people that are camping nearby, I just lose all trust i don't want to do that i'd rather be somewhere remote where it's like i don't have to worry about neighbors i'm sorry i'm all about cabins i can lock the doors yeah, go I'm to the not, cabin yeah go to the cabin that's funny you're safe inside okay so this next one says uh the short mini one it says i was in the kitchen at 5 a.m making breakfast when i finished i noticed from the corner of my eye that the drawer was slightly opening by itself oh. i didn't think much about it so i can continued minding my business until the drawer slammed shut so hard that it hurt my ears i was so frightened yet couldn't move a muscle so i just stood there staring at it that's when it hit me and i quickly took my stuff and went upstairs went upstairs i'm sorry get out of the house <laughs> I, I i went upstairs and put my house on the housing market and sold it <laughs> Oh my gosh yeah let's end the story for them <laughs> and so ending. then i moved yes Oh my gosh. Okay. Are we going to show the last one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is the last story. It says, when I was in high school, there was a meteor shower. A bunch of friends and I decided to pile into an excursion and drive up to Snow Basin. That's a local ski resort um, to have a better view of it. I think there were about eight of us total. We pulled off to the side of the road on one of the switchbacks going up to the mountain. We all got out with blankets and hot chocolate and snuggled up in front of the SUV to watch the meteor shower. We were all singing and laughing and just having a good time. We were loud, but we were alone in the mountains, so we thought. Ooh. Ooh okay, that sounds really fun, though. I, I know. That's way fun with why didn't all your it, friends. Ryder, why didn't you invite me? I kind of <laughs> want to be there. I'm sorry. Why wasn't I invited to this? <laughs> okay. When the meteor shower ended, we all continued to stay and hang out for a little bit longer. Again, just being goofy teenagers. Suddenly, we all felt it was time to go. We started packing up and loaded into the car. It was kind of chilly. We were passing hot chocolates back and getting situated, buckled up when our friend started the car and turned on the lights. Oh, okay, that's scary. I'm just like picturing someone right there. As soon as the lights came on, we all scream. Oh, right in front of us, right by where we, we had all been laying, for the past few hours was a man climbing through a wire <laughs> fence. Oh my gosh. I will never unsee this sight. The man was un unidentifiable, except for a gray hooded sweatshirt. He was stumbling through the fence coming toward us. No. We were terrified and drove away as far as we could, hot chocolate flying everywhere. Oh my gosh, making oh. a mess. Hey, that is, you don't even care about the mess in the like, time. You're like, I'll, I'll take the second degree burns. From and then the you start chocolate. to think, what if we would have waited a little bit longer? No, that's so scary. Oh, being the silly, silly little kids that we were, we decided that we should go back and check on him. Oh, you're brave. Okay. Maybe he needed help. We drove back up to the spot and he was nowhere in sight. We slowed down and rolled down the windows, calling out to see if anyone needed help. We oh, could not see or hear anyone. You're not calling <gasps> no. out to him. what? I was sitting in the middle seat and my friend was looking out, was in the window seat next to me. I was facing him as we were looking. Suddenly, I saw the man running alongside the car toward the window my friend was sitting by. I couldn't even get the words out. Okay, sorry, start that again. 
I couldn't even get the words out of my mouth to say he was right there. Oh my gosh. Luckily, other people saw him. We all screamed again and started to drive away. He grabbed onto the side of the car and my friend's sweatshirt and hold... Wait, 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 wait. What does it say? He attempted to hold on. <gasps> he grabbed onto the side of the car and my friend's <gasps> sweatshirt. And the and sweatshirt? And attempted to hold on as we drove. <gasps> oh my gosh. This time we were driving up the mountain. He fell off as we drove away. Well deserved. I am sorry. This is the scariest story. <laughs> That's terrifying. Oh my gosh. <gasps> oh my gosh, Kay. To end the story. Sorry, I can't stop. This is so <laughs> it was just, scary. It's just like 20 minutes of us reacting. They go back. He grabs onto the car. And the girl's sweatshirt. And the, well, I think it's the guy's. Oh, but, the guys. And the guy's sweatshirt. Either way, if someone grabbed on my sweatshirt, I'd cry. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Like what? Do you punch him in the face? I'm like, scared. Well, I'm glad so... they were in the car. Uh, yeah. What if he like pulled you out of the car? <laughs> They are so lucky they left when they did. Like, what if they were like, are you okay? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. We were all terrified and now needed to drive back down again to get home. We locked the doors, rolled up the windows, and we're on our way. As we drove past again, we saw him limping as he slowly walked down the center of the road. Oh my gosh. Oh, had like, he been watching us? I hope us? you rolled your ankle, mister, <laughs> at least. <laughs> Or stuff your oh tail real hard. Oh my gosh, Kay, that's so scary. They're like, maybe we should turn around and see if he's okay. They're just sweet kids. They're like, maybe he needed help. He's literally like a murderer. I'm sorry, grabs onto the car. That's aggressive. That's super aggressive. <laughs> There's nothing that scares me more than an aggressive male. Oh my gosh, I'm like sweating reading this story. That is so <laughs> scary. Had he been watching us? Did he hear us from afar and tried to make his way over to us? What did he want from us? What would have happened if we stayed a bit longer? These are the things we still wonder. We are so super grateful. We left and felt like when we needed to, we never saw or heard of him again. Wow. What a great way to end um, Halloween spooky season stories. I'm sorry. Thanks. I cannot get over that. That's that's terrifying. I've never heard this story before and I know this person really well. Oh my gosh. Well, wow. thank you for sending that in. That I am scared. Scary. That is so freaky. Makes me never want to go do anything anywhere. I'm staying in my house. <laughs> I'm not going trick-or-treating. <laughs> I'm not going to leave No, anywhere. it's not even the trick-or-treating. I'm sorry. I am not going in the mountains. No. You think, you, you think mountains. you're alone? You're not. No. Oh, my gosh. You're never alone. That's no. the moral of the story. You're never alone. <laughs> that was an awesome story. I love that. And I love that this was just short and fun to the point. So thanks to everyone that wrote in um, this season with your spooky stories. So I just wanted to say we are looking really forward to our embarrassing stories episode. But also we wanted to encourage you, if you haven't already, to write in about your awkward dates. Uh, also, any advice you would give to your younger self. We're going to have like a little bit more of a touching uh, stories with that. And then also we're looking forward to episodes about the nicest thing that a stranger or someone has done for you. So that's like a complete turn from <laughs> this story. These are like the most chaotic things that strangers have us, done for like, us. We're like, don't trust people. Everyone's but, evil. But no, it's going to get... There, there's some good people out there, there too. There are. There's great people We have faith there. in humanity. So if you haven't had the chance to write in about one of those topics, we'd love your participation. So send us a DM or... Uh, fill out our form on our uh, Instagram link in our bio. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Um, I also wanted to say one of the best ways to help 
promote our podcast, which is if you liked listening, if you could share our podcast on Instagram, we love when people share because it spreads awareness about um, the podcast and we love reviews, everything like that. But I think especially now as we're in our growing stage, if you like the podcast and the episode and you want to share it, we'd love if you shared with your friends. Well, that was a great way to end this spooky season. We've loved doing the spooky stories. So we're excited for the next couple podcasts. So we hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as we have. And we hope you have a safe Halloween. Yes. Thanks everyone for listening. This is Parker. And this is Mercedes. And this has been Mentally, Mentally Somewhere, Somewhere Else. else. Happy, Happy Halloween! Halloween.